Hey, y'all. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Hashtag Look at God Podcast. Wow, wow, wow. Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome, man. Kidnapping for another episode, man. Man, I tell you. Boy, God has been so good. Man, look, that busy schedule, man, just <laughs> look, been a little flexible lately. <laughs> hey, Jack, uh, anything you want to say to the people? No, nah, man, I'm just happy to be back, man. Um, I'm here um, sitting across uh, some world changers, man, um, some some game changers in the game of just podcasts and communication. Um, I value the work that you guys are doing here, man. Um, so I'm just happy to be here, man, to embrace discussions, you know, God-centered, gospel-centered discussions. God bless you, Jack. I'll pay you after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jar. Okay, so for the icebreaker, man, we're going to make it pretty short today. Actually, uh, I know, I don't know if you guys know your grandparents or if your grandparents want to be with the Lord. Uh, so when you think about grandparents, what... What do you have, like, what story do you have about your grandparents? You can think about one experience that you have with your grandmother or grandfather. Man, um, for me, uh, I recently met my grandfather about a couple of years ago. And uh, a little backstory with him, um, he was a navigator of the sea. So he was a captain, right? And he was big on bringing uh, (laughs) Haitians here illegally oh navigator <laughs> yeah so 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 um so i i came to 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 that understanding just hearing stories from my biological father this is actually my my mother's father this grandfather i'm speaking of but obviously the the haitian community is tight-knit so they they hear stories things like that um so i've heard stories of him disappearing on um so <laughs> disappearing at sea you know like uh like the coast guards would like try to um you know kind of stop his vessel whatever the case may be and it appears if like he disappeared wow. um so well, he's a good me, navigator yeah so you would think that um um me being you know 12 years old 13 years old hearing these stories um you know i'm intrigued i'm like yo whatever i didn't understand the, really, the concept behind it or whatever <laughs> yeah. but i ended up meeting him a couple of years ago and when i saw him i'm like man this the guy <laughs> i man, you don't look like you you yeah, you know you be out here juking people yeah, right underwater so um so I, I i came to meet him um and just hearing his story man um um apparently he didn't fully know his parents um that well um and he just sat out you know, to influence, I wouldn't say influence, but help people out and make it a difference. If you look at the migration here in, in, the, in the country, yeah. there's a lot of Haitians in, in, in South Florida and also New York. And I came to realize, understand that he was a, he was a part of that process of helping people come here, whether they're here illegally or legally, um, he helped them come here to strive for a better life. So that's one thing that I've learned about him. And, I, and low key, like, I appreciate it. Yeah, he was like the Haitian Harry Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. It this just guy. wasn't no sl- slave. I, I guess for Haitians at the time, it wasn't really slavery. It was just hardships. It, yeah. was, it was, you know, escaping the political um, climate in Haiti and, and and looking for a better life. So Better opportunity. Yeah. Um. So granddad died in the late 90s. So never got to meet him. Um. My dad's half, um, mom, his mother died at birth. I don't know about his dad. Um, and my grandma was blind. I met her in early 2000s, went to Haiti. Um, 
so I think I was more more caught up with what was going on in this different place that I was visiting to really even really get to spend time with her. And it was like, I don't know, it was weird. Spending time with someone that couldn't see wasn't something that I was particularly used to. Uh, my Creole wasn't as, as amazing as it is now. Yeah. So, you know, I couldn't really, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't really communicate all that fluid. Um, back then so yeah grandparent experience is not much but similar to you i heard stories about granddad um so my people are from like northwest haiti Nicola, and he was like the the sheriff in the town or whatever the case may be so back in the days where you had like horses and everything and i think um so there was just a lot of things in which i would hear about him that was like, at the time, I didn't think much of because like at a younger age, you don't really read too much into things. But it's when you get older, you're like, man, my man was going through a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't still to this day, we have no record of how many kids he has, right. um, how many baby mothers he has. Uh, from what I've heard, he used to drink a lot, uh, but very strong man, very hardworking man, um, very, you know, I mean, he's and, you know enforcement i guess so there's certain standards in which they operate off of but he definitely was some man who always looked out from what i've heard you know if he had it you had it you know um instead of taking you to jail um there's this thing called discipline in haiti mm-hmm. look whether you're five years old or 50 like they they, they would beat you you know like you know quit acting up that's in america too uh, <laughs> yeah but in america there's like laws Mm-hmm. That if we catch you doing that, like, all right, you know, hence, you know, yeah, yeah. as we saw, <laughs> you do something to someone. Yeah. Listen, there's there's riots and there's yeah, you gonna you gonna have the answer for what you did, but like, 100%. yeah, like I I I remember now. just yeah 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 for sure, but I remember um, heck, even watching like um like comedy things from Haiti and just like they just showed you like abuse was like like you getting beat was like not normal yeah what. Well, like no, it was like it wasn't an issue. Like you would yeah. get beat in the streets. Like it'd be like, yeah. all right, like he look. It's either you take this beat now, or I take you to jail. And and not only not only if you're speaking about the Haitian, oh for sure. Not only did you get beat, but if you had to tell your parents, like let's say you got beat from from someone outside of your household, right? Because it was like a community thing. Oh yeah, in my village state, to raise a child. Like, yeah, it, mm-hmm. t- it takes a village to raise a child. So if you got whooped by a neighbor, you had to go tell your parents that you got whooped. And then your parents would re-whoop you again because you got whooped. So a lot of kids, my mom used to tell me straight up that <laughs> see this one face. When, she, when she got whooped by a neighbor, she would not tell her old boy that she got whooped. Like she'd just keep it, yeah, keep it on hush. And if the neighbor told your parents that they whooped you, then you got it, you got it worse. Yeah. Because you didn't tell them. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the only like I was thinking because I don't have a grandfather. Uh, my mom's dad, I mean my dad's dad is, uh, died in the seventies, mm. and my mom's dad uh, he did beat, so he died ever forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew both of my grandmothers. One passed uh, maybe about nine years ago. Now I did my other grandmother. She's still alive. Uh, so when I think about my grandmother, I give the one that. I get both. I get both their flowers. Uh, I was close to both of my grandmothers. One of my grandmothers I used to live with over for the summers. And I remember, uh, so 
it's a weird situation. So I have all sisters. So they, my parents said I was too soft. So me being too soft, they sent me to go live with my grandmother. Yeah. So my dad's mom, she raised six boys. So it was like, oh yeah, she gonna toughen them up, yeah. <laughs> and then they sent me to live with her. And like, it's it's a rough area. And I just remember just seeing poverty. Yeah. Like in America, like that's the first time, like you know, you you see poverty, and it's almost normal. And now I look at it like, man, that was, that was very off. Yeah, like, you can flush the toilet. Like yeah. you can flush the toilet too much time. Like all the lights had to be off at a certain time, and like stuff like that. Yeah. I just remember her waking up and praying all the time and then, like, uh, conversations. And, and I remember, like, the way she used to say my name was always so, uh, I was always so slavish. Like, my sister used to That's pick funny. Yeah. She would say, Davis, Davis. <laughs> I she would call him, like, me back to the yard like a slave. But uh, <laughs> that, that, that's the one I remember about my uh my dad's mom, and then my mom's mom, man, she's, she's a soldier boy. And that one, that boy, she, she got a very... Squeaky voice. She like I see her to this day. She'll beat you up. Like she done put hands on your boy. I remember she was the first person to ever like whoop me. Like not whoop me with no belt, just straight hands. Really? Bop, 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 laid the hands to me. Boy. Wow. Laid the hands because you know I'm not I'm not the type of kid to disrespect my parents, but other adults can get it. Boy. Yeah. Like my my mouth was reckless with other adults, boy, and I thought I could play that with her. Mm-mm. Wrong like, one. I learned that day. Boy, I learned she's not the one, man. Yeah. But that's one experience I have with my grandmother, man. Man, all grandparents, man. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, man. Uh, as we dive into this topic, man, I want y'all to think back, mm-hmm. right? And think back to a younger you. And how did you used to handle conflicts with other people? So if somebody offended you, if somebody did something wrong, how did you used to handle it opposed to how you handle them now? Oh, I think you went straight to scrapping. I mean, I don't know. I think that's just kind of sort of the the, the programming in which you operated under. Uh, look, you heard we're out here getting beat, and if you got if you if they caught news, you got beat. You got more beaten. So, <laughs> so growing up in that context, yeah, I mean, from as as, as young as can be, there was there was all just physical altercation. Um, I guess it depends on the offense or how many people were there. It depends on how far he got. You know, either they they amped it up or they calmed it down. But yeah, your first reaction it was—I mean, as a as a child, do you really think? I don't know. I, I think you just react. What about a little bit older? What about teenage years, uh, young adult years? Young adult years. Um, I mean, at that point, yeah, you start to process some thoughts. You start to weigh some things out. Um, you start to, you know, start using lines like you ain't even worth it, you know, as ways as like, I'm about to fight you today. Look, my stomach hurt. Oh, I'm trying to go to the movies this weekend. <laughs> I get suspended. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time, boy. So, um, yeah. So, you know, later on, yeah, there's, there's definitely more reflection. There's definitely more. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm weighing the odds. It, what about with women? Women and. Opposed to males. Hmm. Okay, that's definitely a different dynamic because you ain't out here putting your hands on them. At least you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm t- talking into the mic, you know. Uh, I'm just, you know, letting y'all know, you know, this grace. But hey, you know, hey, bring, bring me, be nice. Out. Come on, man. Listen, you need to put a community around you, brother. Mm-hmm. Put their hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, woman in conflict. <laughs> woman in conflict. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So, wow, this is, yeah, this is interesting. So conflict with women, I think a lot of times, um, you shut down. I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. I ain't, mm, yeah, like, there was a point in time y'all just be yapping. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to really figure out what you really talking about. It's like, ah, oh, here you go again. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, my experience, um, and heck, I, you know, I've been hit, yeah. you know, and then I had to restrain myself. Uh, but, yeah, it was definitely, it's definitely totally different dynamic. I mean, as a younger kid, I don't remember having any altercations per se with women um, or girls. But yeah, as I got older, yeah, it, it it was just always very dismissive, very shut down, very like, all right, I'm a, you know, you with that noise, I'm gonna give you a couple of days to figure yourself out. I'm about to go to the next, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, she was typically a little quieter, a little peacefuler. But yeah, that's 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 been my interactions with with conflict. This is me not trying to say too much. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, um, don't forget, little boy, yeah, middle aged boy, women, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I think, I think, I'd like to, you know, look at conflicts in, in two folds. Like, I look at conflicts if, if we're in a disagreement, that's one, and then there's a physical altercation conflict. Yeah. But physical altercation, similar to Derek, um, you know. When it was time to scrap, it was time to scrap. Like your mind, your mindset was, okay, you have to defend yourself. It's it's either fight or or flight. <laughs> and um, I was having a conversation with someone um, yesterday, actually, while I was telling the man, I ain't never run from no one. You know, um, I've, I've definitely ran. <laughs> um, where it's or been, listen, listen, or I, put out a Bible, pull out, or pull out a Bible. Glory be to Shout God. Shout out to, to the last episode to I was on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So um, I've 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 been in situations where it's it's gotten physical. Where if it's just myself and a group of people, um, I had to do whatever to defend myself, even if they, if it meant fleeing. Um, and then if it's just myself and, and an individual person conflict with the individual person that got physical, you know, we would dance until you know we were done dancing meaning fighting. Um, but when it, when it comes to like conflicts with just disagreeing with someone, that's when I've realized that there were deeply rooted um, responses that I've had that I think just came from my childhood, um, which was just being divisive, being divided. Um, I, I did not, and I think at times now I'm learning to um, deal with conflicts better as it relates to disagreements. Like if I disagree with someone, you are no longer my friend. Even if you're my friend, like that's how I felt, you know, coming up as a boy, like you had to agree with me, you know, like why don't, like we're only friends because we agree, right? So for me, it was, okay, you know, we're, we're no longer friends. I would just stop talking to you. Like my own blood brothers and sisters, like we would, shout out to them, man. Um, we would, be in a household and not talk for years. Like, could you imagine being in a household with years. your sister and not talk to her for years? And we would just walk right past. In fact, this crazy thing is, I remember my sister and I, we were like 10 and 11 and we shared a room um, together. And my other two siblings, they also shared the same room with us. And my the remaining, the younger siblings would sleep on the same bed and me and my younger sister, we would sleep on the same bed. 
and for years we didn't talk. Like we sat up, slept in the same bed, like yeah. stayed in the same room, and we. And right now, like my sister is a close second. Like if I, when I'm married, she would be my like. I, I felt at one time that she would be my best man. Probably not now, but um, that's how close we we are now. But there was a time where her and I did not speak, yeah. um, and it and it'd be over you know silly arguments, you know conflict that we just said you know what i said she would want to speak the crazy thing is everyone that i've gotten in conflict with some of them would be at a place where man i don't want to talk to you right now but eventually they want to speak me i operated in a i don't want to talk to you ever like it was always easy for me to kamikaze things like destroy whatever friendship or relationship that i had with someone because they didn't agree with me so that's how i've dealt with conflicts as a boy, and I think that still generates now as a man at times. Like I like I understand the gospel a lot more clearer. So I know there's this reconciliation aspect to it, but it it's tough for me to get to reconciliation, you know. But when I get there, we good, but it's tough for me to get there. That's good, man. Yeah. I really want to talk about reconciliation. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but for me, for for Jarvis, I think for a long time how I responded was like especially like high school years it was always we gotta fight yeah and especially with uh, not especially only with males <laughs> only with males i don't need Derek jumping over the table so it was always like yo we got to fight like yeah. even when i the words that i'm saying is not words to have a conversation the words is to push you right. to fight me yeah and it's like this, this was like always this was Probably up to my mid twenties, where I was like, eh, you, "You too old for this." Yeah. But it was always like, "Yo, we got to fight. We yeah. got to fight." And then uh, with women, for me, it was always just bottle it up. Don't say nothing. Yeah. I grew up in a household where, like, my dad and my mom they argued a lot, and you know, what was crazy was he didn't really. I wouldn't really see him too often because he'd like always be working, and like as I'm like he, he worked overnight, like so basically we run to each other very rarely. But when he is there, it's always conflict for some reason. Yeah. So when they, whenever they would go back and forth, one thing I seen him do was just leave. And you know, he always used to say, "Man, I'm not putting my hands on no women." He just leave. And this is your pops? It's my dad. He's like, "Here's your clip. Just go." So like for me, as a man, like as I even as a kid, I always thought, "Man, I ain't gonna argue with no woman. Yeah. Man, I'm good. Yeah. I just walk away." But I'll, I internally just bottle it up. Yeah. So I have a lot that I really want to say. I just wouldn't say it. Yeah. And I realized that I even do this now, like with women. Women could hurt me, but like, I'm gonna bottle it up. You know, you know, and it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy, but it's like I'd rather bottle it up than just give you everything that I'm feeling. Because right. if I give you everything that you feel I'm feeling, uh, yeah. yeah. Bad news. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> or, or or our relationship is over. Yeah. So it's like, yo, let me just hold this in. Yeah. And it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh so when we think about people offending us, mm-hmm. and uh, even when we think about our brothers and sisters in Christ when they offend us, whether it's intentional or not intentional, uh, how do you feel like we are supposed to approach it? And then can you give us an example? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm still working that out, Jarvis. Uh, I, for me... The clear and the clear cut answer, I think, would be, you know, approach your brother with love, um, you know, and, and and trying to come to a place where there's understanding, 
there's conversation, there's conversation, understanding, and then progression to progress forward. Um, for me, uh, I deal with, like, I'm a processor. Like, I, it takes me a while to process. And don't talk to me until I'm done processing. Um, it's, that's, that's evident in my, my personal relationship with my girlfriend now. Shout out to Loombug. Um, hey, Loonbug. <laughs> <laughs> she got to man. You got she. You guys should have her on, man. She's she's special. I'm sure she has a lot to say. Um, so even in my personal relationship with Loon, um, when we get in conflict, I it takes me a long time to process. She's someone who can she her her, her magnifying ability to magnify an issue, look through it, and have a solution is A1. I don't know how she's able to do it in nanoseconds. And for me, it takes a while for me to get there. So so when I look, similarly, when I look at my, my conflicts with my brothers, um, it it takes me a while to fully process it. Like, I have to process it. I have to know, I have to understand why I'm hurt. And I think for a very long time, it, it spoiled into my childhood, I was hurt a lot by my stepmom and my biological father. And I feel like growing up, I just never processed it. And as a grown man now, I think I'm at a place where I've learned it's okay to process. It's okay to sit and process. Don't sit in, too, in, it, in it too long where you, you might get bur- buried in it, you know, and that, that, that starts a whole bad path in itself. But I think it's important that you process and understand because if you respond before processing, I know if I respond before processing, and I tell Loon this all the time, it might sound ugly. Like it may sound like we're not even in a relationship. <laughs> like it may sound like you were never my brother because I'm so fused with anger that I haven't rationalized why I'm why I'm upset that it just comes out. So for me, I think when I when I'm first at first glance at when I'm in conflict with a brother or a sister. I have to process it. So that's my take. Yeah, that's key. Um, this is the fact that you're mentioning, uh, yeah, processing, because um, there's a lot of emotion um, involved when it comes to conflict. And, and like you mentioned, a lot of those could be deeply rooted. So you answering immediately, yeah, that's where you say things that you don't mean. Um, you know, heck, you don't even, the person in which offended you it's not even the person which you really have a problem with. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think it is very key. All that you were saying, man, just, just, just going through it, just kind of sort of taking a step back um, and not just letting the event or the action get the best of you. Um, but I mean, I think you hit it right on the head. I think it, 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 it's, it, it is a, a reflection on the inside and, and, and just going through, what happened, what transpired, whatever the case may be, uh, before you you put a voice to it. Because um, things could obviously be misleading or, or be misread a lot of times. Um, I think for me, I haven't had to even be put in these situations. Um, as I mentioned before, me being a busybody never really gave me much time to harness deeply rooted relationships. So, like, even if you offended me, like, in my head, I could... I could brush that off like I ain't even know like cat like that. Even, like, even presently, with one of your close brothers. If- so now it's getting to a place where because I'm 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 allowing people in. I think before I was just I thought we were close, like like through past situations, but 
I, it isn't until that I'm at a space now that I'm realizing that, oh, all those situations back then were like surface. surface. They were temporary. They mm. were for the season, mm. you know? Um, and, 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 and now, like you're asking me now, yes, if, if one of my brothers were to do something, I'd probably, it might be scary. It would be because I'd probably have Watch to face, Jarvis. I, I'd, I'd have no, to. I'm, I'm habitual. I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to face something that I probably hadn't had to face ever. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is, and we've spoken on this before, there is a justifier within me that might give someone a pass that don't deserve it. Not deserve it, but like, like there was probably an offense. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably, for the sake of my emotions, nah, that's not what really happened. But, uh, you know, God works in mysterious ways. So if, when, how, why um, these things happen. And I mean, we're human. I mean, it's inevitable, especially with it's vulnerable in which I choose to be with my brothers. I can see something happening. Um, but it won't be until I get into that situation in which all this stuff that we're talking right now is just going to be theory, right? It's going to be one of those things where it's going to be one of those things where like, I'm yeah. But someone being dead to you, like that's real. I, I can, I, I can definitely see that. Like, yeah. you know, like I'll take that L. Yeah. Even like, you know, heck, like money, right? Like, oh shoot, you owe me 500. Like, don't yeah. even, yeah, keep I, it. I know someone who owe me money right now. Yeah, there's a few people. That I just look, I know. <laughs> that that's I look a, at it like, man, it's, it's, it's water in the bridge. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. 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 So go ahead, Carl. Uh, yeah, for me, man, I think biblically how we're supposed to handle it. I, trust me, I'm not handling it directly. But I think biblically how we're supposed to handle, like, conflict is, you know, and I know we went through these steps. All of us had to have conversations with our pastor Isaac, you know, do the same. Thing. Come on, man. Look, the Font Church look, located off Powerline in Cypress in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, you can catch us online at uh, tf uh, tv dot co backslash hangouts online. Come and join the discussion. Yes. Oh, Wednesday hangouts. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, Monday through Friday is at eight. <laughs> um, so whatever day is comfortable for you, Monday through Friday, tftv dot co backslash uh, hangouts online. Yeah. Isaac Freer. Yeah. So I know Isaac uh, talked to us about. Uh, how you deal with conflict, how mm-hmm. you go to your brother. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't work, you come with somebody else mutual. And if that doesn't work, then you know. You oh, yeah, that's the hard steps. But uh, for me, I think that's the way you're supposed to handle it. What? How Jarvis handle it now. I guess because I don't want to be looked at like that violent dude anymore. I think I just try to tuck it. So mm-hmm. like, man, if it's like, if it hurt me, I'm going to just tuck it. Right. I'm going to tuck it in. I'm, I'm going to hold this L. And the crazy thing is I hold the L with dudes way more than I do with women. With women now, I want to say like all of 2020, Jarvis, I've been letting them feel me. Hey, like, to the, <laughs> yeah, to the I just, cross. I just been like expressing myself, especially when I'm close with a, yeah. a, a female friend. Right. But like with, with male friends, especially the male friends I'm not very close with, I feel like I, I just don't want to. I'm just gonna let it slide because I know it can go there, and with the, and without letting it go there, I'm just let it slide this time, and that's not good. And I just want to ask you guys, what's the danger of just bottling something up and not saying oh, anything about it? So back to what I'm saying, like the you, so you having that in your heart makes it where the next person in which you bump into the same issue with 
like it's not them it's you like you're you are like hey let's think of relationships like how much times you come into the next relationship with baggage like someone's having to pay for a crime that they didn't even commit trust issues you know so yeah not settling these things i mean when you have children now you're like you know putting things on them that's like you know like what the heck like you know, that's not my life. You know, just because you want a superstar don't mean that I got to be. I don't want to play sports. You know, like, so this, you know, just random. But, like, you holding something in and never really addressing it um, with yourself, with the person, puts you down a road of just, like, you're going to continue to get this lesson until you 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 go ahead and address it. Yeah. When, when I've bottled things up in the past, um, it's always felt like a weight, like a heavy weight. That I'm carrying around, you know, because I I elected to not have that conversation. So it's always been this 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 crazy weight, and man, like of just anger, of sadness. I low key be sad. I low key be like, yo, like this is bothering me so much. I could cry right now, but I rather not confront the issue or confront the person and hold it because of pride, hmm. you know. Because if I choose for and the crazy thing is there's no perfect explanation of why we don't confront the issue or confront the person you know it's simply pride like we can go through our mind and say it's because of this it's because of that it's it's simply because of pride for me it's if i speak to this i'm the weaker person you know i'm the person that went to you when you said scripturally the, the word wants us to go to the person yeah. and there's so much power in being able to go to the to the next person and say, hey, you offended me. And for me, I'm just not that strong sometimes. I'm getting there. In certain situations, I'm, I'm that strong. But for the most part, generally speaking, it's tough for your boy. I have to see that. Give me a wink. The person I have an issue with, if you give me a wink or if you give if you give me a smile, then I know it's okay to speak to you. But if we've if we haven't seen each other. Or if we're around each other, but you're not speaking to me, it's so hard for me to just walk up and be like, come on, bro. Yeah. But the crazy thing is some of my closest friends I'm able to do that with, but I want to be able to do that with everyone. Yeah. Like, and, and that's an issue for me. Yeah. So. yeah. I think that's good, man, because I love that Derek spoke on the, the displacement. So, yeah. like, you know, you can be mad at I can be mad at, at Jackson but then I could treat Derek like trash because <laughs> oh you cool with Derek so I mean I hate you too so it's just like you know I, I think that's how it works a lot of times we do the displacement or we bring it on to somebody that close to us we're like all right I'm mad at the world right now yeah. I'm just gonna give this all to you yeah. give you all this energy and um thinking I love that you brought that up about like being around somebody and not knowing that if you just speak to them or yeah. not, or should you handle the issue, bro? That happens so much. Yeah. So like when it's like this weird tension, uh, I gotta act like I don't see you. Yeah. I gotta act like we. I gotta try not to make eye contact because I we make eye contact. I know you see me, and that's a lot so, of energy, bro, to be bro, dealing with. That's it's a lot. So much energy to dodge somebody. Yeah, you like especially I'm so big, <laughs> yeah. so it's like yo, you know how hard it is to dodge somebody, man. Yeah. But it's like I feel like when you have that weird tension, you just want to. You don't. You don't want to confront the issue head on because you know if you confront it head on, you're gonna have to deal with it. Right. Whether it's with the person or whether it's like bringing about some feelings that you never wanted to. Revisit. Yeah. Uh, we talked about reconciliation, and uh, reconciliation 
it should be the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should be the goal uh, after forgiveness. But actually, even before we get to that, what do you feel like are the steps to reconciliation? You ever heard the saying about how with women, when there's conflict, it takes them a while to really get over that conflict and 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 really progress forward. With men, all it takes is a few knuckles being thrown, and then we good again. Like we fight and we good. Yeah. Um, I think the steps for me has always been that, or it's always been the other person. Like, and I feel like it's a coward way to really look at it. But I'm waiting for you to come to me. In a proper way, I'm waiting for you to say, "Hey, yeah, let's go ahead and talk." You know, um, so the steps for reconciliation. I know what it says scripturally. Yeah. I know what it said we should do, <laughs> but what I actually do, my steps is is usually the a coward way of doing it, um, for the most part. In the past, um, I'd say in the most recent times, like um, I've looked at Loon and said, "Come on, man." Let's talk, you know. Uh, but before she was the person that would extend the olive branch and 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 let's get over this issue. But now I think she's helped me. The God in her has helped me to say, now there's an issue here. Like I remember how I felt when she extended the olive branch and we got over the issue and we were good again and we were happy and we were happy again. Um, good save. Um, but um, for me, it's 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 saying okay. I remember how that felt. Now let me go ahead and do it with her. I just want to be able to do that across my. I think once you find find the joy in reconciliation, you want to apply it in all aspects of your relationship, um, relationships that you have with other people. Um, for me, is I'm I'm seeing it be fruitful in my personal relationship, but I want to see it with my and my friendships with you know, a Jarvis, a Derek, you know, and 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 all my other guys. You know, I want to be able to see it applied that way. So. I don't know what the steps look like, man. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out. I was just about to ask you, what's the steps for those who don't know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know the steps. Uh, I sure <laughs> don't know the steps. But as you're speaking, man, I, I just realized one thing for sure. And what could also be um, a roadblock um, is love, man. Um, I mm. think, you know, a lot of times when we, I don't know why, like, I think, you know, some of the verses in the Bible, like, hey, I could I could prophesize, I can move, you know, mountains into waters. I can do all these great things. But if I have no love, all that means nothing. Yeah. And I think that's a, a very, very key part um, that we often overlook. And, and when we think of God and, and, and I think for it was easy to see that because, you know, I'd like to think that you guys love each other very much. So like it's almost like you guys can't stay in that tension because of my love for you, yeah. you know. Um, but when you think of like your boys, it's like you know back to like people could be dead to me. Like I, I ain't love you, I ain't care for you. Like and even like loving yourself because if you don't love yourself, then like back to like the energy and the burden. Like you clearly rather suffer yeah. to, than to be free. But love is so key, man. Like if I love you. Um, if, if, if I love you and, and I know how it's hurting me and, and possibly how it's hurting you, you really don't know until you start talking to realize, man, this sucker, he really ain't nothing. Damn. But, you know, once again, seeing, instead of seeing the brokenness in him, you, you know, you may retreat back to like, I should have just shut my mouth. I don't even know why I wasted my time. Mm -hmm. But there is a key 
that that key ingredient love speaks very very much in those situations like without any love for yourself or for your brother or your sister the whole idea of reconciliation yeah man it's dead yeah. i just want to say something right dead. before you go Jarvis. Yeah. yeah i think i think the hardest thing for me is um i, I think why i'm kind of like traumatized with, with with reconciliation at times is showing love and not getting love back yeah coming in love and and them saying what yeah, I offend you. <laughs> like, man, yeah. no, <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, bro. Heavy. that's tough. So, yeah, just wanted to put that aside. Yeah, uh, Derek, can you read this Bible verse for me? You know, your brother don't like reading out loud. I got you. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go to Second Corinthians five, eighteen through twenty, and it reads. Make sure I give you all a little minute to get there. Once again, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Yeah, thank you, sir. That's, um, that's heavy. So when you think about like so reconciliation and we think about Christ. So that's what that's why I wanted to think about reconciliation as a concern to Christ and re- reconciling with your brothers. So when we think about our relationship with God, he had to legit die, die to die to self. So he can reconcile. And I think it's back back to what Jack was saying earlier, pride. I think to reconcile reconciliation is come it's gotta be a humble thing on both ends. You have to humble yourself to be like, okay, even if you were wrong, and I gotta humble myself to be like, okay, I'm gonna confront you and we're gonna work through this. I'm gonna have to humble myself and go through the process with you. And if I was wrong, I'm gonna have to Admit I was wrong to humble myself and admit like yo I did I did this wrong and I was wrong yeah. but you're my brother and I love you so re- with reconciliation it requires so much love right. it's just like I have to really love you to reconcile with you it's not going to be something that's like oh man I'm just reconcile and then you think about uh when God's greatest commandments when He says uh, love God and then uh, love your neighbor as yourself. It's like you have to love your neighbor to really reconcile with them. You have to love them to even let them know that they offended you. Because it's so easy to be like, man, Jack did this, F Jack. I'm good off Jack. Yeah. I don't want to see Jack no right, more. Right. And it's just like, I think that's how I, I personally responded with a lot of other relationships. And I look back, it's like, man, how far would we have been if we would have just got in that situation and we just would have worked through the process? But I think the lack of love put us in a space where reconciliation was never our goal. It was more like, yo, let's just be happy. Let's be comfortable. Yeah. Let's stay where we at. So for me to stay where I'm at, I'm not reconciling with Jack. Jack can stay where he at. I'm going to keep it pushing. Every time I see him, I'm going to be awkward. <laughs> and we're going to stay in this awkward space. <laughs> or I'm going to just change churches. Yeah. So now I'm allowing my, my Ooh, the hatred in my heart that's good. to fester in me. Now I don't, I don't even want to be around you so much. So I just keep it pushing. Yeah. I, I move. I, lift, I, I leave where I'm at just to stay away from you because I haven't reconciled with you or I haven't forgave you. So it's, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I struggle with this idea that 
reconciliation, does it have to look the same? Does it look, have to look, does our relationship have to look the same before the conflict? Mm. And for me, that's, that's, that's where I struggle with because let's think about people who divorce. People who get divorces, you know, and who are believers, they have to reconcile. Does reconciliation be, between them have to look like how it looked like in marriage, although yeah. they're divorced? Or just me and Jarvis, we get we have beef. We were good. We working out together. We sharing smoothies. We doing all this stuff. Yeah, sharing smoothies. <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> one strong. <laughs> one strong. <laughs> and we we get we get into a, a conflict, and okay, now reconciliation happens. What if it doesn't look look the same? What if mm-hmm. now we're no longer sharing straws? What if we're no longer working out? People, I think. For me, I have a hard time with things not looking the same after we, we say we've reconciled. Because if we reconcile, things should look the same. That's yeah. that's what I that's how I, I look at it sometimes. I think it's definitely a process because I think the goal is to even have it either the same or better. But I think at times like we get stuck into like, okay, we reconcile, but now we not I'm not avoiding you when I see you, but we still not the same. Like I might not avoid you, but if I see you, I may say what's up, but we're not friends no more. So is that reconciling? So that that's always been my question mark when it comes to reconciling as well. Like, is it completely restoring or is it just like it's no longer an issue? You know I'm saying I think you're reconciling the issue. Like it's probably re- you're, you're re- it has to be the that's issue. Beautiful. Yeah. It's it's wait, like, that's what that's not what it should be, but that's what's being done. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that. It's it's reconciling an issue because there you and I can have beef about something that's because when you divorce someone right in Florida you do it because you have irreconcilable differences like it can never be reconciled the differences yeah but if you and I are reconciled the differences like we just agree to disagree mm-hmm. we will never agree on this issue right but if you and I are reconciled all it means is that like we're good we've agreed that this issue will never be whatever but I don't have any glad blood for you about it i can still love you and say it's just this is just something that we don't agree with because i have best friends that i've that our best friends with like the, the guy from indiana that i was best friends with like we had a, a beef and for me that will always be my boy because we were cool in middle school but the relationship will just never look the same and i wanted it to look the same at one point but i'm like uh it's just uh, like we're trying to resurrect something that's that's just it doesn't need to be resurrected. Yeah. You know, going back to what you said earlier, Jarvis and, and Derek, about surface relationships. Certain relationships were surface in the first place. Like, and you're trying to make it something deeper, but it was always surface. So, so. as you started to speak, I thought maybe the issue was people were trying to reconcile issues instead of reconciling their relationship. Mm. And I think that's what we miss it. You think so? Yeah, because I'm, I'm imagining, you know, sometimes you look at Jesus Christ and what God did, like, that's Jesus. Yeah. You know, we humans. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, every time. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, Jesus, and God didn't do anything. Yeah. And yet he came, and he died, he continued to love and educate. Because I'm reading the verse, and it's like, hold no trespasses against them, like, all we did was trespass. Yeah. Like, but I'm not past all the like backs of water underneath the bridge. Like the trespass, like I'm I'm reconciling you to me. I need 
the relationship is yeah. what we're trying to what we're trying to hold, yeah. what we're trying to preserve, what we're trying to and then I think that'll answer the question of like, does it have to get back to what it was or wasn't? Because if I'm reconciling the relationship, like, yo, whatever differences we had, like, you know, water underneath the bridge, but like I love you, I want you back. Like I want I want what we had. Like what whatever brokenness we allowed to slip in ruined what was what's once was before that. But you need both parties. Yeah. Because if I don't want no, for sure. If I don't want what we had and you want it, right. Yeah. Then it's like that's where people go their separate ways. It, like it no, doesn't sure. it doesn't look it doesn't look the same. Yeah. If if I don't want it. Because some people they soak and I don't want to say because I, I don't want to say this statement and 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 disregard people's feelings, but certain people they take things too hard where they can't get past their hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to lay them, label them victim, victimizing whatever the right. case may yeah. be. But some people, they, it's just, it's hard for them to get past that hurt right. where you're ready to say, okay, let's progress forward. Right. That person might say, no, I'm not there. Right. Yeah. And then it, it just never gets back there. And I think that's one of my, my fears. It's like in reconciliation, what if this person says, I don't want that with you, Jack. Yeah. Like you hurt me so bad that I don't want that with you. Or Jack, you you're saying that I hurt you, but I know I didn't hurt you. Yeah. And so because you're this type of person that's gonna say I hurt you, and I know I didn't hurt you, I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah. We good. It could be okay. I see you were cordial, but we no longer have to have what we have. I think that goes back to what you said earlier too, like that pride, because yeah. you really have to humble yourself to even go up to that person and allow yourself to be like, yo, I want this back. Yeah. But, and then if that person does reject it, it's like, dang, man, why the heck did I? Yeah. But, and that's that's the thing of the difference between uh, uh, reconciliation and then forgiveness yeah. is because reconciliation involves both of us. Forgiveness is just yeah. me. Yeah. Like forgiveness, I can forgive you and not even have to be around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for reconciliation, I would have to to have this conversation, I would need this relationship. Yeah. Like I, w- I would need to to have this conversation with you. Yeah. But um, man, it's so it's so beautiful, man. This is a conversation that can go on forever, Ever, man. bro. Ever. Man, I've had this conversation so much times, man, about forgiveness and reconciliation and just dealing with people, man. Because you go forever. Like you're dealing with people, you're gonna forever have problems. It's gonna be it's never gonna be perfect. People you're gonna but yeah, you're gonna have to be able though to allow somebody to know, like, yo, you hurt me. And I ain't gonna lie to you, Jack. This is one this is the reason I want to have the conversation with you here. Cause you are the most man I know, you are somebody who's willing to you know, be like, yo, you hurt me because yeah. of this. Yeah. I think with most of us, we'll just bottle it up or yeah. just express it in anger. But you've been somebody I've seen personally do that. Yeah. And I appreciate you for that. Uh, as we close out, man, you know, uh, any shameless plugs, anything you want to hype up, <laughs> tell us about as we leave, my brother? Uh, nothing right now. As you guys already know about the Jack Method, man, it's a an entity that we're pro- promoting optimal health. We're selling smoothies. Uh, we have a new flavor, man, that's in season now uh, called the Sweet Soleil. Sweet Soleil. Uh, it's, 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 it's a mixture of mango and passion fruit. Um, I will definitely, I think... Uh, uh, Derek is probably the only person that's had one here. Um, mm. um, he can speak about how how yes, Lord, how, you <laughs> how delicious it is. Uh, but but it's definitely a flavor that I want you to try, Jarvis, yes. and also um, Cheyenne. I'll, I'll definitely make sure that you guys get um, a jar because it's, it's delicious. I've been actually we had a, a, a number of, of sweet soleils left over yesterday that I that we were passing out, and if you guys 
if I had ran across you guys, I would have definitely had you guys try them. So that's it. Um, also, check out Okinomia Creative. Um, Loom, Loomba. Loomba. Um, <laughs> she's the president of that business where um, she's in, she's inspiring people to create culture well. Um, if you have a brand, if you have an idea, if you have anything that you want to see resurrect or just manifest, um, she takes you through the multi-design and strategy approach and bringing that into life. So check her out, Okinomia Creative on IG. And I believe she has a Facebook page as well. Um, definitely check out the website, oikonomiacreative.com, um, and, and get all the information that you need there. That's, that's it for me. Jack, always a pleasure, man. Yes, yeah. Another deep one. Yeah. Another one that can go on for a whole lot a whole lot longer. Listen, man, I can't believe the time right now. I could speak about this this idea of reconciliation for another three hours, it seems, man. All I can think of is Christ. Like I mentioned, man, um, a verse popped out to me as, as I was thinking. It's not in the same area, Center Chronicles, but when he was referring to the whole the rich man walking away, you know, and, and the idea of, Wow, you know, he gives you the example of it's harder for a rich man to go through the eye of an eagle than a camel. Yeah. And then, you know, the disciples start saying, Oh, shoot, well, you know, we left the house, you know, like, <laughs> hey, how about us? You know, like, what's going on? Right. And, you know, Jesus expresses it at that point in that, that conversation of what is impossible by man is possible through Christ. Mm. So at that point, obviously, you're talking about a rich man and going into the kingdom of heaven. But even in this context here, I'm thinking, we offend Christ daily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We offend Christ daily. Yeah. And, you know, the, the pride and all these things get in the way. Um, but, yeah, still open arms. Yeah. Still forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. And just is so more interested in having us and living a life fulfilled instead of the destruction that we choose when yeah. we go the opposite direction. Mm. And may that be an encouragement for anyone who's listening. Um, I thank you for tuning in once again. Follow us. Hashtag look at God podcast on IG. Yeah. Drop a rate on Spotify and Apple podcast. Drop a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to see you. Please share and catch you on another one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.